Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Salam for on the record. This is Minister Shadrach in Israel, tribe of Judah. And welcome to First Degree. The time now is 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 o'clock p.m. Central. Um, so we were preparing ourselves to discuss the ego video or audio, I apologize. Um, and I want to kind of gather everybody's thoughts because I want to kind of examine what everyone's thoughts are in conjunction with the video that uh, the freecast video and what what those two video what those videos and audios uh have uh, um how or how those two uh how those uh or how the audio and that and those videos were able to help you to under better understand um the documents that you have been given in the um, premature introduction to um, uh, preparing to do your name change. So what I'll do is I'll kind of go down the line um, and uh, I'll um, see what everyone's response is. I'll start with, um, well, first and foremost, I know that Auntie Tyra is here. I do want to um, just... Uh, Make sure that the people who are supposed to be here is here. Um, Brother Trayvon, are you here? Brother Trayvon? Okay. Um, brother E.K.? Shalom, brother. I'm here. Okay. Thank you, brother. Um, brother, where are you? Brother Ramya? Okay. Um, I know Akiariana, she texted me and said she was going to be here. Brother Eric and Consort Crystal. Yes, we are present. No problem. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll start with uh, brother E.K., were you able to watch the audio, brother? Yes, I was able to watch the audios regarding the ego. Okay, so tell me in regards to just the audio, what were you able to gain from it, and how has it how has it uh, uh, has it changed your dynamic on what you already knew about the ego? Some, uh, what is your feedback from it? Yes, sir. Um, Basically, what I was able to take from it was um, it's uh, 
it's a flawed consciousness of yourself. Um, and it's basically the alter part of you where is really, it's, it's basically, it's basically another entity that is sort of what Satan uses to challenge you, challenges your soul. And in relation to how it relates to, uh, you know, commerce in relation to the free cash video, it is basically the straw man of who you are. And basically it's weak and it's flawed. And its sole intention is really to um, make you become a slave to um, inadequacy, like lust, um, a lot of negativity, a lot of um, idolatry. And it really keeps you in a sedated consciousness of not really knowing reality. And so when we equate that with what we're learning in the nation as far as how we're dealing with our status or how we're dealing in commerce, our alter ego is really the uh, portion that the public sees, but it's not really, it's like a mask, but it's not really who we are. And our private selves, our soul could be equated with our Aboriginal title that we would be subscribing to, which is who we are, which is connecting back to the source. But in order to get there, there has to be some things that have to be corrected within us. And what I also got from the audio that Brother Priest was talking about was that this society pumps us with information that feeds our ego to make us feel like we are larger than life or we're better than other people and that we strive to be on this uh, rat wheel of chasing, um, you know, worldly desires, so to speak, and we're never satisfied. And so this is a, this is a repetitious cycle that our society has burdened people with and at the expense of our soul, we don't know who we are anymore. We sort of, sort of lose that. And so um, when it comes to the ego, obviously you're knowing that exiting exiting God out, exiting the most highs, you know, you know, knowledge, so to speak, for lack of a better term, of accessing who we really are in order to be really effective as people, um, when we start engaging in that ego space, that's when we start to really see how deviant we could become. But um, but and to answer your other question about some of the things that I've uh, was able to gather from as far as if it if it was expanding on things that I had already knew, uh, it does it did expand my awareness of more in detail of the ego and as far as how we can equate it with law. But also what I found in like my own personal life was it, it was more of a it's more of like an ongoing match because it's like the ego, like the ego has a conscience as well. And knowing that on this path, learning all this. But you get challenged and the ego is, I think designed to challenge you to make sure that you're standing on your square no matter what because when we look at life's court system, you know, I like to think of how 
the most high is the judge and the jury. Life is the plaintiff. You're the defendant, and your ego is the prosecutor to ensure that, to see if you really are claiming what you say you are, claiming what you say you're doing, and to try to see if it can poke holes within you to make see if you will give way into those worldly lusts and desires that the ego so desperately wants you to commit. But it's up to us to stand on our square and not let that succumb us, basically. So that's sort of one of the ways that I saw how this ego in the larger context sort of works within our lives. And in relation to the audio that Brother Priest was talking about in the video, I just saw how that all equates into how, you know, what we do in the private should also be synonymous how we engage in the public. But the public, we know that, you know, if we're not correcting ourselves, we could still be serving our ego, but we should be serving our soul because the soul knows better, the ego doesn't. It relies on us to give it energy, but in this society, it's pumping us with worldly desires, affections, and affirmations to feed our ego so we can discard our soul. And as a result, we can continue to be weak and flawed without having any sense of reality. And I yield. Yes, sir. Very well. Very well put and very interesting. And, well, I'll seek out that I get everyone's um, opinion. Thank you, brother. Um, uh, brother Ramya, are you there, brother? Yes, um, my apologies for being late. I had to do a couple of things. Okay. Um, well, what we were discussing, brother, we were discussing ego video. Um, were you able to watch it? Yes. Uh, well, it was the, the uh, recording. Um, oh, yeah, the, the recording. I apologize. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I listened to the recording uh, on Monday. Uh, okay. And it's... Uh, is 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 basically uh, giving us a, a understanding of uh, dealing with your behavior. You know, being able to um, admit when you are wrong. You know, through um, the atonement. You know. Um, being able to um capture um those demons that we possess which is the spirits which is those uh those um, demons that we possess which is the spirits that um the different spirits we have from um lying to stealing to killing to um those different sinful acts um being able being able to check ourselves our egos understanding that your ego is just how can i say it? it's a reflection of yourself which that reflection of self um, it either can be a reflection um, of, of love or it can be a reflection of hate. Or it can be a reflection of um, 
good, or it could be a reflection of evil. Um, we being able as um, as corporations walking around being able to show an individual our well-being is walking in the spirit of the Most High. But if we're walking as a dead corpse, this is where the ego comes in play. Because now we're out here, we're showing them, we're showing the people the negative side. And I yield. Sorry about that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I can see where th- that is common amongst us, um, and we have not necessarily been able to not been able to see it because we're still trying to figure it out. Something that's pretty much like right in your face, but nonetheless, I won't give my whole opinion as of yet. I want to uh, see where we are. Um, Brother Trayvon, are you on? Okay. Um, Arc Eric and Arc T. Crystal, I know that you guys have been privy to the information for quite some time. Um, so I guess for I guess the question to you guys, um, how does the audio help you better understand the uh, precast uh, precast uh, status video. Or is there a connection? And if so, what do you feel is the connection? Come on, brother. Um... I would say the connection is basically your ego is synonymous with your straw man. Okay. Um, because you not only be transforming mentally but also lawfully. Because mm-hmm. when you look at your ego, your ego is like um, you are a worker or a agent of Satan. And we know in the scriptures the uh, beast incorporated is, United States. So with your social security number being under that particular beast, your ego of straw man is under that as a as an as um according to your mental capacity or your mental ability. And then once you transform uh as far as, you know, understanding that you need to reason, um you understand that You're becoming mentally resurrected from that from one state to another, mm-hmm. um, and also understanding that your ego is more of a the way it's portrayed here in society is more of an individualistic point of view, and we have to understand that the Most High is dealing with the collective because we have to be a nation in order to rise as a people. Mm-hmm. So you're moving from an ego standpoint to a united standpoint. 
and trying to also raise yourself from a lower standpoint to a higher self, a Christ-like conscience. And with that, I yield. Brother Gary, you have any thoughts that you want to add to that? Uh, with 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 uh, with the brother in in my console, though, it's gonna be hard because <laughs> they, <laughs> they narrowed it down to the T. Uh, basically, it's just resurrection. You know, uh, the lower self is. I mean, your ego, because we deal with egos so much, that is the uh, condition that they condition our people to be in the lower self. And uh, when you come in the conscious or how you say the uh the faith and you resurrect yourself like the sister said you resurrect yourself from your lower self into your uh higher self mm-hmm. you know uh that's that's where i see the ego you know you you can stroke your own ego because it can be the devil within you or the most high within you as far as the ego you know and with that i yield so let me so let me pose this question to you then, brother. So we're discussing the fact that well we want to set the we want to set the uh, already obvious precedent that the ego is a flawed entity. It is used to be able to do something in commerce that may be illegal or unlawful <laughs> to do temporarily. It is a it's a temporary transmitting utility. Fundamentally understanding these things. Now, when you look at something like, uh, let's say, African American or Black or Negro, and we know the status has been associated with that, and you understand. Uh, that our status obviously is a reflection of uh, our uh, uh, conscious state of mind or state of mind consciousness. How then do we um, look at someone who is referring to themselves as a uh, African-American and a quote-unquote family of nations, and they are hell-bent on being African-American or black or Negro for the rest of their entire existence of their life. How do you classify that with the understanding of ego being a flawed entity and it being a reflection of your lower self. How do you classify these people in commerce? What do you, how would you how would you classify them, brother? As trustees. Would you uh, really classify these people well, as trustees? I mean, well, I mean. <laughs> Who 
slaves, or I mean, in commerce, they would be uh, uh, bond servants. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was, when you had said the uh, from transferring that that trustee had stuck in my head, but I was bond servants. You know, with that idea. I understand. Okay. And so let me clear this up because when I'm saying transmitting utility, we understand. Uh, when you're utilizing a straw man, you're utilizing it to, again, do something that may necessarily be illegal for a temporary, uh, as a temporary resolution. So, and Minister Priest has said this so many years ago, but I'm, I find it uh, necessary to bring it up because you guys are uh, are coming to a point where now you'll be getting ready to change your name and you're going through the motions and dealing with the IRS and so on and so forth. So now you're starting to make a, uh, you're starting to have that beginning into quote-unquote making a quantum leap. Understanding that this African-American tag, this black tag, this Negro tag, it was only supposed to be a temporary resolution for somebody who was supposed to be enslaved. Now we were supposed to have been at the point where we weren't enslaved anymore because it would have uh, fundamentally, according to natural law, one would eventually say, you know what, I'm tired of slavery, I'm tired of being a slave, or I'm tired of being a servant or I'm tired of living uh, according to my vices. There's got to be more to life. They, these people would have probably by now have uh, established their own government, free of being a tag, free of being uh, uh, tagged to a status, uh, free of being a stigma. But now we're still stuck with people who are still identifying with their enslavement, and they wonder why they cannot progress. I said this to a brother here on this line, uh, not necessarily on the line, but we spoke some time ago, and I said that a lot of why a lot of our brothers and sisters still keep missing the mark when it comes to unity because there's maybe two that I can narrow it down, two simple principles that we seem to keep missing. One, we got to figure out what it is that we're fighting for. And number two, we have to stop understanding that our battles have, uh, or we have to stop thinking that our battles has always been about us being black. Because <laughs> if that was the case, the whole hell of Africa, Asia, and Europe would have been over here in America. So it's never been the case. So we have to figure out what what is actually going on. And you guys have pretty much been introduced to it in the video and prior to the class, um, is the system that has been put in place. Now, granted, our enslavement was kind of put in place uh, before this particular matrix was set up, but nonetheless, the principles that have been used to set up the, this matrix have always been uh, 
historically consistent or been perpetual. Um, just so happens that now they're in the hands of um, our servants. And they still are our servants. We just forgot how to be uh, masters. And now we're coming back into that. So the point of the ego is, uh, you know, from the day that you guys came into this classroom, um, is to understand I'm not saying that, you know, you just give someone a Bible verse and then just instantaneously cured because that's just not the way that it works. The same way it doesn't work with a bill. A bill is just not a, a, a law. I'm sorry. A law is not created overnight. There is a systematic process in order to make that bill, which was just someone's thought, reflect into something that would now pass off as a custom, a national custom, a national resolution, or a natural custom operating as a resolution for uh, today's society. So as above, so below. Um, that's a concept I'm, I'm, I want to kind of throw in there. But nonetheless, getting back to this whole ego thing, we are dealing with something that is um, a lot of people like to refer to. Well, I want to say a lot of people like to. Sometimes it can be referred to what a lot of people call uh, animal nature, uh, your lower nature, your ego. There are certain things that um, people do um, under the auspices of a uh, regular old LLC that you would not normally do if you were part of a religious charity. And these things are not uh, exclusive for several reasons um, that you guys will be made privy to once you start reading them. Um, and I, I choose not to kind of discuss them because I don't want to paint uh, – just a general, well, I don't want to paint um, an absolute picture of something that could be understood in so many different ways. So once you guys start going in and start seeing these things for yourself, you'll understand why um, these entities are created. However, what you what you wouldn't do in the private, you shouldn't do in the public. And what you don't do in the public, you shouldn't do in the private. There's a system of balance. There's always been a system of balance. And that's all. this is basically what this has always been about, finding balance in your life. Yin and yang, light and dark, right and wrong, good and bad, evil and good. Lesson great. I mean, you think that and you think that nature is supposed to be one way, and you know, or not you guys in here, but man, with the help of this government, has decided to think of God as how they would see themselves, 
and they think of God as being one way. Well, if God loved Israel, he would, ain't no God would have punished my, what, what God would punish his children? What parents wouldn't whip their kids if they did something wrong? What parent wouldn't discipline their children if they stole from the store or if they stole some clothes or if they lied or if they disobeyed some simple authority? What parent would not chastise their children? You have now taken God from being a God to being a servant. (laughs) And we all know that when you understand law, you cannot do that. It's not logically and fundamentally possible when you consider your God to be your creator and your God to be fundamentally greater than you. So you think that God is automatically good and never assume that God would not have any, quote, unquote, base uh, characteristics about him. When I say base, I'm not saying that God is base. What I'm saying is that in nature, there is a base nature amongst us that we have to learn how to deal with. We have vices, but they should not be used to uh, control anything outside of you. I, I mean, say, for instance, you have a person who wants to go and shoot up a school And the first thing they'll say, well, something is, you know, mentally wrong with that person or that person is suffering. You know, my whole thing behind that is this. I get it. You know, you want to take out your frustration. But that's just the issue. If you have an individual problem with yourself, how then does that become a problem for other people that should have to, that that should have been uh, self-assessed? When you come to a point in your life where you can't even self-assess your own actions and you can't take responsibility for your own actions and you start to point fingers at everybody outside of yourself for some of the things that are going on in your life, then that that is the problem. And that is where, that's why this ego thing is so important in your development in terms of understanding the law in understanding your connection to uh, God or simply nature. Everybody wants to be a king or a queen, but no one wants to have the responsibility, which is why me personally, and I'm not saying any of you guys here have done so or won't do or decide to do, I I won't call myself a god. (laughs) I have... uh, certain, uh, I guess you can say, um, quirks that I'm, uh, quirks that I'm trying to root out with that because I under, I guess it's just that hump, that hump, that humility inside of me that won't accept that is something that has to be uh, seen in order for me to understand my connection to God or my connection to uh, uh, to a higher power. And I guess you can take that same fundamental understanding when it comes to uh, these entities. These entities that you create, whether it be your trust or whether it be your estate, whether it be an LLC, whether it be an exempt organization, or whether it be a corporation, these things uh, 
they all have a specific type of uh, law about them, and they all follow a main course of law. But they all individually have a constitution that regulates how they are ran and how they are to operate in commerce. Um, if any of you guys get a, a chance, go into the Cinema 7, the Cinema 7, uh, or Tribe Cinema 7 uh, site. And there is a uh, movie on there called The Corporation. I may have thrown that around several different times. But I think now would be the perfect time for you guys to actually watch that documentary because it is so pertinent <laughs> to what we're talking about at this very moment so that you'll better understand why it's important for you to operate in the way that you're doing uh, or that you are about to uh, operate. Why you are separating your uh, private self from your public self? It, as it has been shown to us, and it will be shown to you again, that our people have been in a uh, corporate capacity operating in flesh and blood, and it has really have a negative impact on us as a people because we're living, breathing straw men. I hope, like, that starts to register with us because when we start thinking about that, like, a lot of people say, well, you're nothing but a corporation, you're nothing but a corporation. If you've never set up a business or never owned a business, maybe that would be hard for you to understand. But when you think about it in terms of you just being a lower self, let me say it that way. When you're thinking about being a lower self and you're striving for something higher, that would make you feel some kind of way because you're thinking to yourself, well, how do I get out of this trap of being in my lower self when I don't want to be in my lower self? If I know that I can be higher than this thing that we're calling this ego, how do I get to that point? What do I need to do? Um, some of the uh, remedies to that um, was mentioned to you guys before you came, when you first came uh, to tribe. And the first thing that we must be able to do is we must be able to call their, call our people by their name. You are the children of Israel. <laughs> and, of course, you're going to have people fight you tooth and nails, but it is the truth that we're, that our brothers and sisters have become combative about um, on both sides, both accepting and uh, dissenting um, for some for reasons of self-righteousness and some for reasons of being complacent. And when you have people who have, you know, been conditioned to just uh, value that uh, that African-American, that Negro, that black, you're Puerto no, you're not Puerto Rican, you're black. 
You're not Sicilian, you're black. You have nappy hair and you have a big nose and, and lips. So you are black. Why do you hate being African? And they're not fully understanding the questions that they're asking. Everything has a reason. And what reason comes law. Understand that I don't care what anybody decides to object to that particular statement, but it's the truth. Everything where there is reason produces a law. And if you don't believe me, go into your Black's Law Dictionary and look at simple, basic, universal principles and it will really start to click. Well, we call them maxims today, but uh, in the during the time of Solomon, most likely they've probably been known as proverbs. But look at some of these principles. Look at some of these uh, natural law concepts that we decide to call maxims today. And from these maxims, you have authority or some form of law that is produced. We have a lot of work ahead of us, brothers and sisters. It's not an easy task. It's not an overnight situation. It's not a put a bandage over it, it'll heal. Our people are... <laughs> woo, our people are really... Um, they're in for a very rude awakening. I hate to say it that way, but they are. Especially when you have rejected knowledge um, and you've um, resorted to individualism, which is a form of egoism, and it can... It can uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It can it it can become indefinite egoism if you don't understand what you are to do with your individual task. Individualism being what you can do to make the world a better place. What can you do with your calling or your uh, your attributes of innovation? Um, your uh, your intellectual property. What can you do with that in order to um, move to the next level? And that is what we're lacking. But you know what's so interesting? When you look at history, when you look at, um, take, for instance, the United States of America, uh, they came over here as colonies, and from colonies, they created their states. And from those individual states or separate or several states, they were able to, at one point in time, form a confederation. And out of that confederation, they were able to form a federal government. Now, let me explain the difference between confederation and federal. One is... Um, 
mutually agreed upon without the auspice of uh, some formal statement, and the other one is uh, a designed constitution. So one is formally accepted in terms of shaking of hands. I agree that this is my land, no squatters, don't encroach on my property, you know, you respect my you respect me, I'll respect you. And if we're all on this land together, we gotta respect each other. They had got to that point. So you had a quote unquote commonwealth at one point. Now they had to solidify themselves because they understood that at some point, in order to make the union a little bit more thorough in terms of executing those principles in the Constitution, they had to literally unify. They had to get their representatives, had to pick head of states, and they had to create houses or legislative bodies for these particular individuals so that they can uh, be able to bring the concerns of those respective states to uh, a formal body of people who can then make resolutions and politics and legislation um, so that they can uh, figure out how to make society work for them. And then you have your president, who's the face or, quote, unquote, like prophet of the people, so to speak, even though when you talk about the president in general, he's not necessarily the prophet. Congress would kind of operate, so to speak, uh, in, like, the capacity because they're more hands-on with studying the uh, boundaries of the people. Um, They're more caught up in dealing with uh, social uh, norms, uh, things like uh, uh, birth and death rates and things like that. So these are the people uh, who are able to bring all of these things back to the table and say, well, this is what we need to make things better. We'll agree on a bill, and then we'll go to the head, and if he passes the bill, then it'll become a law. We can take it back to our people. So now I'm going to take that notion, and I'm going to bring it back to the whole ego thing. It is taking that quote-unquote ego or that individual mindset in self-taming it for the betterment of your people. That is what this whole thing is about. Mother Ema had mentioned this uh, about a year and a half ago. Simply put, we're talking about succession. We're talking about a state of succession you will gradually succeed if you strive for something higher than your lower self. Brother Eric, what are your thoughts? Brother Eric? Shalom. Uh, I hate to. Well, I'm using my console phone. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, uh, for the higher self and the lower self, or, or the whole matter. What were you able the to whole... gather? 
where were you able where were you able to gather from um the uh statement? Uh it's mm, I mean, I'm trying to put in my own words. Uh, it's just, it's just gonna uh it's just your your mental, you know, it's it's gonna be where you at in your your, your life, you know. Uh, it's something that you have to uh, work on a lot in, in your uh, in yourself. Your, I mean, it's I can't right now put it in my own words right now. Don't worry, yeah, brother. I, Trust me, I'll say to you, brother. Don't worry, you will. <laughs> I say it to all of you. You will. Because you will live it. You will live it. Brother E.K., what are your thoughts, brother? Yes, sir. Um, it's the challenge of life itself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically, you know, the way I look at it is like, and it's the most high created the ego for a purpose, a divine purpose to really prove to see if we really are about doing the right things in life, staying on the straight and narrow. And the ego exists to try to deter you in a lot of different ways. And um, you hit it right on the head. Like if, you know, if you're able to overcome your lower self, you can achieve a lot of great things. And, you know, our society places a lot of emphasis on our lower selves and flips that phenomenon to think that if we serve our lower selves, we can be successful, i.e. being doing illegal activities or being deceitful, uh, you know, being lustful and all those different things, lust for attention, lust for riches, you know, all those different things and, you know, and then ridicule those who want to do the fight things, do positive things, you know. So, I mean, and that's basically the whole essence of personal development. We all have it. We all have to overcome our lower selves to some greater or lesser degree. Some may have easier uh, easier time dealing with this. Some may have more challenging times to deal with it. But in reality, all of us are dealing with it. And mm-hmm. I think the more and more we overcome it, the more conviction that we have to stand on our square when we presented with other challenges that the ego may present to us. So I think even in court, when you look at it in court, it's the same thing where it's like, the you know, you're, you're basically being brought to trial because of some um, indiscretion that you committed via your lower self. And it's up to you to prove that you can rise above that. But, Obviously, we know, and this is going on a slight tangent, but obviously we know that sometimes a lot of court situations, they try to mitigate the consequences of the actions they committed via their lower self and not properly atone for it, right? So, and that's the other thing going back onto is like, you know, when we do atone, like how the scriptures talk about how we learn in the nation, that's correcting your indiscretion that you've committed with your lower self. And that's also helping you to overcome and get that success that you really need in your personal development. So, um, yeah, brother, I think what you said was really spot on, and I think that's really the whole essence of what we're dealing with as a people, not you. 
Yes, sir. You know, I mean, I'm still learning like you guys, but it's starting to become very apparent what it is that we're dealing with here, what we're dealing with here. And um, I feel like sometimes our people have the aspiration of trying to grow without growing. They want to understand without understanding, and they want to do something without fully comprehending what they're doing. And, you know, it makes, uh, it like, it obviously makes life vain. So we get to a point where we're still calling ourselves uh, African-American or black or Negro um, and understand that, you know, you know, now we understand that these um, entities um, are were or used for us to be able to maneuver in this uh, government, and um, and you can also say that it was uh, pretty much an act of mercy. So let me explain why I say that. Because if you have a body of people that have been sentenced to 400 years, which is spiritually capital punishment, these people should be dead. But you have some uh, force, some uh, some uh, force-backing reason saying, you know what? I'm going to give these people a chance to rectify their wrongs and understand their wrongs. And it is maybe then that they'll appreciate me a little bit more. And when I say me, I'm talking about law itself or the gift of law and the gift of nature. Um, I take, for instance, uh, um, Going back to the ego video, I'm sure we all, you know, listen to the audio. And with the understanding of that, I take the approach of saying, for instance, you have a parent who know that they are mentally suffering, but they may not necessarily give, uh, their child is hungry. You would think, you know, well, let me ask you this. And I I know that you're not necessarily suffering, so to speak, but Brother Eric, would you give your child a scorpion? Give my child a who? A scorpion to eat if he was hungry. No, well, I mean... Well, not let me say no, 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 he's hungry, no, no. but let me say, would you give him a scorpion? Period. No. Sir. And why would you not feed your child a scorpion, brother? Because well, I know scorpion is poison and it'll probably kill him if if he uh you know well, I don't detail it or you know <laughs> or sting it how you say <laughs> get the sting out or whatever in the clothes it'll hurt him and that yes, that's not natural food for myself. Okay, so now it would be apparent to anybody that you understand that you would not give your offspring uh, 
poisonous uh, 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 entity such as a scorpion because you know that it would kill your child. Now, one would register that is you caring for your son and, and you uh, caring for your son or your daughter or your offspring in general, and it would be correct. And what does that say about this brother here, especially when I know that we all are bound with a form of a vice or ego in general? Just because you have, yes, sir, just because you have a, um, just because you have a vice does not mean that you have to Keep the good things from your children because your children or, I'm sorry, your offspring should be the successor nonetheless. Your offspring should be your successor. They should be the representation of you making better choices from your past life although you may not necessarily be able to do that, but your child should be able to do it for you. So you have to teach them better by doing better by them and doing better as an individual. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, brother. No problem. Shalom. Uh, doing better and, you know, understanding that although we have a complex about our lives and that we're not perfect, we need to strive better so that when we are preparing to uh, go back to wherever it is that we come from, back to the source, the ones that we have prepared to finish our walk will be able to do it. That is the other part of what we're doing here. See, the other nations have figured this out. This is why they've been able to maintain, but our people have not figured this out. They don't understand that life is so much greater than the, than the ones living it right now. You're here, but you have a purpose. And a lot of people die without knowing their purpose, but right now, brothers and sisters that are on this line, we all have our we all have our individual tasks that we, we have to do, but we must keep in mind that we have people that are coming up behind us, and although we may not necessarily get it right, we have to try. We have to try. And also, the example where you can show them that is by understanding how to connect yourself back to civilization by understanding civilizational principles like government law and commerce. How do you connect to those things? Because once you connect to those things, then your children have your children have a heritage. <laughs> your children have something that they can leave behind. I mean, your offspring has something that they can leave behind. And so this is where the whole ego and your true name 
and your balance and your aboriginal title comes in. When you go and you make that quantum leap, you are doing what a lot of people want to do or trying to do. Um, Some succeed, some don't. Some succeed for a time, and then they still don't. (laughs) So then in all actuality, they just don't. But you are doing something that our brothers and sisters are struggling to do. And they think that the paper part is the answer to it, and it's not the answer. That's not the paper part is not necessarily the answer. It will aid you on your quest to the answer or while you're figuring it out, but it is not the answer. The answer starts with understanding who you are, whose you are, what is your purpose, why are you here, and what is the goal of why you're here. And from us understanding that we're Israelites, we have a charge. And we have to make sure that we remember that when we're going out here, preparing ourselves to enter back into what some people like to call the republic, and then moving towards uh, autonomy. Because, again, there's always stepping stones. But nonetheless, I just kind of want to throw that out there um, so that we kind of get an understanding of more of what we're dealing with. Um, I don't really have anything else to say tonight. I won't keep us here long. However, I will say that next week is our last week, I think. Um, what I will have us do is... Um, hmm... What I will have us do is I will have us uh, watch the true name and uh, aboriginal title uh, video. I think it's a video or audio. Again, I haven't been privy to the um, uh, Aboriginal One Academy uh, or Aboriginal Academy One information for uh, quite some time, even though I can recall it through actions. I don't remember the materials. Um, I will open up that, and I will have us uh, look at those things. We can begin to talk about them uh, on next week, um, and then we will probably end up uh, picking those things back up when we come back from our break. Uh, but I want to set the precedent, uh, precedent for what, uh, what we're doing so that I make sure that we stay on uh, task. Um, on that note, brothers and sisters, thank you for coming out this evening. Um, if you have not watched the video or haven't had a chance to speak on the video, we can do so next week. Um, but again, if you hadn't watched the video, please do so. Uh, go on the university and um, watch those videos. Also, if you have not watched any of the videos that are in Keys of the Kingdom, I, I kind of suggest that you do especially if you have been privy to any of those calls. I know I haven't, so I had to go to watch it. Uh, please uh, watch the audio. I'm going to watch the um, 
videos or listen to the audios that are pre- uh, presented there. Um, and for those who may have not been on the call on Thursday, Minister Priest had asked me to ask you guys if you would be uh, willing to share the uh, share those videos that are in the Keys of the Kingdom group. You can um, share them um, from the YouTube page because there's a YouTube page set up. Um, and you can go there and share them from the YouTube page and post them on your uh, individual social media link. Um, and with that being said, brothers and sisters, I will not hold us here long. Um, thank you for coming out. I'll see Tara, uh, Tyra, thank you for being here. I'm sorry if you weren't being you weren't able to comment tonight. I know you told me your reasons why, but uh, thank you for being here. Um, shalom, shalom. I'll see you guys next week. Shalom. 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 Thank you. Uh oh.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.